hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. This is Adam. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, it's soft. It was a soft, this, this is a a subtle, soft ding. A soft ding. We're drinking the melonades again. Mm-hmm. Check earlier I'm notes. 100% sure we have talked about melonade on this podcast. We, we gave the recipe in some notes. Yes. Uh, to one somewhere. of the earlier episodes. So it looked it's through. basically cranberry juice and raspberry, raspberry vodka, St. Germain. Lemon, lemon juice, juice and a little bit of simple syrup. Right. Comes together really nice. Delicious. So yep. So that's tonight. Mm-hmm. How's your week going? I mean, it's fine. Uh, this still week fine. Is fine. Yeah. Uh we didn't talk about how we watched Hamilton on Disney Plus, but it's been two weeks and those songs are still in my head. Yeah. That king's like, just so just so much, like in my head all the time. Um, so yeah, there's that. That was fun. That was fun. Uh, uh, you got some cool new face masks. One is Oregon Trail themed and it says you died of dysentery. Game yeah. over. Yep. That one's great. And one's like Settlers of Catan. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the big news for me, I got an air fryer. I don't know if we, I we did th- talk about the air fryer last episode, but the air fryer has like, it is moved become, up in, uh, so the world of, uh, I think the majority of my Bartlett's. lunches have been brought to me by the air fryer. Like taquitos and uh, pizza rolls yep. and like mini corn dogs. Yep. Oh, <laughs> all the things are great. Today I did my first like real cooking, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got some jalapenos from our garden, which came in. We had all of seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I half them. I scoop out the inside, and then right because do... we're not a real, real spicy family. No. We're like a mild spice. We're a mild spice. Plus, I need to scrape out the inside so I can do the thing I do with everything, which is fill the void with cream cheese. Fill the void with cheese. It's my it's like, unofficial oh. life motto. Yes, yes. Um, motto of twenty twenty. <laughs> fill the void with cream cheese. Anyway, and then you wrap it in bacon, and so I put those in the air fryer. Um, it's a half half a piece of bacon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, goes around a jalapeno pretty well. You put those in the air fryer for 11 minutes at 390. And they were perfect. They come out and, you know, the cheese that's exposed just has a little bit of, like, caramelization right, on it. And the bacon bacon's... is cooked and crispy and delicious. Yeah, it was really oh, good. It was so good. And it didn't heat up our house. Which, like, the other option is what you have to do is you do it in the oven at, like, 400. Mm-hmm. Which just... Bakes the whole house. Right, yeah. It's very hot. And then also you just kind of rinse this thing out and it's all very nice and nonstick currently, so... It might have to, like... It's kind of big and cumbersome, but it might have to earn a spot on our counter. And I'm a little grumpy about that. But I'm here for the jalapeno poppers. I mean, I I like it more than our toaster. (laughs) I do like toast. I'm going to make toast tomorrow, though. There you go. So it'll be good. Uh, Other news. Our eldest is at camp this week, Mm -hmm. which... Scout camp. Mixed feelings. Outside. They all have their own tents. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. he 
is only going to stay in his pod of like 10. Yeah, exactly. So they kind of pot him up and it's like they potted up when they left for camp. Mm-hmm. Like, like you your were, car. Your car will, was half of was his pod, of pod, met up with another pod that was the other car. Mm-hmm. So then that group of 10, a couple adults and eight kids, basically, they're they're being treated like a family unit. Right. And there are guest appearances by other leaders and from afar staff. to like yell at them. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> like, do this stuff. This is how you do this. But everybody's masked up. Everybody's, you know, doing everything they can to be as safe as possible. And I think it's gonna be okay. I hope it's okay. Yeah, and but afterwards we're gonna quarantine our family uh, just in case. Yeah, so you know, we'll be a little except twitchy. for you know work, which makes me go. So and same here. It's on them, you idiots. So if I bring you you asked for it you did so i come with whatever pathogens i come with mm-hmm. deal that's nice and so and my mom has borrowed our youngest so our daughter is the only one in the house right now so that's we have one child it's bonkers it's so how weird. easy one child is <laughs> like, she, she is this afternoon so strange a- after her brother left she like it took her like half an hour and she came downstairs and she's like dad what do i do like whatever you what do you want to do i know but like also she's the middle child so she never had a time where she could do what she wanted without having to like win the argument first yeah so she doesn't know what she wants to do unless someone else is already doing it in which case she wants to do it alone or she doesn't want to do it Mm -hmm. like so having the choice was really weird it was really weird to sit at the dinner table with her. Oh, I'm always getting too many forks. <laughs> and, yeah, that's true. Like, I got four plates, and I'm like, what if like, that's no, the wrong answer? That's a, yeah, we don't have. But just sitting with her and talking with her about her day and letting her finish her sentences, and she thought that was awesome. She's elected to have some sushi tomorrow for dinner. Which I'm pumped about. I mean, yeah. Um, it's a good choice. It's going to be a solid choice. And then what else we do? Like it's just, yeah. She's got a good. She got a good deal out of this. She did. She did get a good deal. And then uh, yeah, that's kind of our week. Uh, she was talking. She's like, tomorrow, I think I'm just gonna like take a bath and watch Netflix till my tablet dies. I'm like, oh, that's like four hours of you being in the bath with Netflix. <laughs> and she just kind of looked off, and she was and like, she was like, yeah, that's not a problem, is it? And I was like, I mean, no, your skin might fall off, but like. Sure. Sure, go for no it. Problem. Live that dream. Yeah, so she might spend hours in a bath watching a movie. But good on her. Yeah, do yeah. it. She likes it. So she's digging the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She'll get into it. And... Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's about it. Yeah. Air Fryer, Hamilton. Right now we only have one kid. It's very strange. Yes. That's good. But we did watch a movie. We did. We watched a movie. This is, again, time check. Tuesday night, is it? Yes. Because I just put the garbage out. Yes, it is Tuesday night. Thanks for putting the garbage out. You're welcome. I had to put a reminder on my phone. I We used to be great when we le- went to, like... Correction. You used to just back out and be like, oh, crap, everybody else's garbage cans are on the street. I should get ours real quick. And but I that's was, effective. I was great about it. Yeah. I never, ever, left, like, left the house <laughs> and yeah, forgot we never, the garbage cans. We m- never missed it, but... Since we've been working from home, you know, and we're kind of, right. we don't go outside. You realize it's garbage day when you hear the, the garbage, garbage truck, truck. And you're like, suck. 
fuck. I'm and we're kind of not on a wearing shoes. <laughs> we're on a corner of the so like we don't really hear it properly until it's kind of going past our house and mm-hmm. it's a whole thing. Plus we work in the basement, so Yeah, and like who knows what day it is. Like this time has no meaning. That's the problem when you work out when like your office is also your house, like Yeah. Is that you're like, Oh, the sun went down again? Cool. Like it I don't know. It's really <laughs> Time crazy. is very strange. Oh, speaking of sun, we did <laughs> Monday. We did something really cool. We went out and saw the comet. Right. We did. We got so, up very early. Like at five in the morning. Five in the morning. Which is how early I used to get up all the time. I know, Literally right? every day. That was sleeping in for me. I used to get up at five in the morning. But we got up at five in the morning. We went outside and we have a little like mini 400 millimeter telescope. Yeah, like, which a, is not like a kid's telescope. It's. I mean, it's a real it, telescope. It, yeah, but it's but not... Like, spectacular yeah it's it's a kid's telescope like or a first telescope yeah and we brought that out with us and we're able to see the comet we can make out the tail a bit mm-hmm. um it was very it's it's weird because it's fuzzy and your eye like it feels like you're yeah, not focused just, on it it but just it's looks there. real like it looks wobbly almost yeah. and you're like i don't know that seems weird yeah i feel like i can almost see it better if i'm not looking straight at it if it's just a little bit off the center mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it was but, cool. It was cool. Got to see then, it. And like Venus and Mars looked really cool. Yeah, and the and moon we was kept really seeing crisp. Cassiopeia over and over again. We're like, yeah. no, that's still Cassiopeia. Our youngest is like, see, that's that's like a lightning <laughs> shape. Dots. And we're like, I mean, that's, yeah, that's Cassiopeia. Yeah, it is. It is a lightning, like. Hey, that one looks a bit like a W. That one looks like the Wonder Woman W. Because it has like, like the, the bands on the edges. <laughs> I guess so. And then he's like. That looks like an M. And like, buddy. You're like, still, it's still just Cassiopeia, guys. It's still just guys, Cassiopeia, like, guys. Like, yeah, our daughter was getting kind of annoyed, but also just, I think she realized, mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if she realized he was joking or thinks he was joking. Either way, By she kind of realized. By the time he realized, got to the M, he was joking. I think he like, was. But it was still funny. Yeah. But anyway, so we did watch a movie, speaking of stars and comets and yes, space. Yes, we watched a movie. We watched this movie yesterday? No, it's Sunday. Sunday? No. Yeah, yeah it was Sunday. Was it? I think so. I don't know. I think we watched it yesterday, and I think Sunday they watched after- a movie they'd already seen. Well, they watched a movie they'd already seen, and then we're like, we're going to watch another movie, and we watched well, this bonus one. bonus movie. We watched two movies on, on Sunday night, because our eldest wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And things, again, things get a little loosey-goosey when we're minding some kids. You can be a little more adaptable. Right. And so we watched a bonus movie, and this was the bonus movie. Yes. Um, And it was uh, A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time. So, Wrinkle in Time is a classically loved children's book for, like, seventh graders like it's a very yeah it's middle it's like a middle school yeah it was middle school fiction before middle school fiction was cool it's true it's true it's not ya it's like why yeah i mean it it's gonna get filed in the ya section but mm-hmm. it's definitely kind of at that reading level of like hatchet mm-hmm. or um some of the other my stuff. side of the mountain yeah that kind or, of or um what else did i read that year oh my gosh it's been so long mm-hmm but you know it's it's definitely in that kind of thing although the sequels start to age up pretty quickly that's yeah and so it kind of like grows with you yeah so by the time you get to like the fourth book it's you should be a you, you should, should be, be like freshman like, yeah ninth grade because it's starting to talk about some subjects that are not mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a whole thing but they're pretty good books i i appreciated them i read I the series i did not read them and so, again, I read the series 20 plus years ago. Right. And so I have to be like, wait, 
I don't remember this. Right. I didn't read them. I read, like, a lot of science fiction, but I didn't read this, and I didn't read Ender's Game, and I didn't read, like, all the stuff that was, like, you had to put on hold at the library. I was like, I don't feel like this. Did you read, like, the Space Trilogy by C.S. Lewis? No. Calandria Out of the Silent Planet. I, I read those when I was much older. I read, like, but I did read a lot of, like, sci-fi fantasy books. Mm-hmm. But just, like, the B-string that yeah, was there. Yeah, 100% B-string. Like, I read The Perilous Guard. <laughs> Never <laughs> even. Yeah. So, this movie is ostensibly based... On A Wrinkle in Time. On A Wrinkle in Time. And I will confirm, as far as I can remember, the character names are all the same. Mm-hmm. There's Meg, and there's Charles Wallace. Charles Wallace, which is like such a precocious sounding name. I mean, he is a precocious child. He is an incredibly so precocious well, kid, so it works well out. Fits. Uh, there's um. And then I don't remember. Calvin. Calvin. His name's Calvin. The other kid is the other kid, uh, who gets kind of sucked into the adventure. Right. He's just like I don't know. I'm just here. So basically, Meg is uh, adopted. Her adopted parents. Is Meg adopted? I believe so, yes. Okay. Because, um, like, of all the families that they could have found, she could have found her way into, in all the universe, she found her way into this one. And mm-hmm. her dad's very insistent that, like, she's meant to be with them. Like, right. that's good. And her dad is a scientist, her mom is a scientist. They're which, both scientists. In the books, I don't think her mom was as much of a scientist. Right, but in the movie, her mom is a scientist. Yeah, her mom which is. Which I'm here for. Yeah. Like, equal opportunity science. That's good. Uh, so... In the movie, her mom is like a small scientist, like atoms, subatomic particles, quarks, leptons, like yeah, yeah. all that stuff. And then her dad is like a, a big scientist. Yeah. So really. <laughs> With like the universe and. Like uh, cosmic expanse. Cosmic, like, stuff. yeah, cosmic expanse and black holes and stuff. So they're like different ends of the same, like, physicist spectrum. Yeah. I mean. They're trying to basically figure out the unified theory. They're, they're climbing the mountain from both sides. Yeah, which is really hard. Actually, turns out there's a guy in Sweden that will give you a medal if you figure that out. But hey. Yeah, no, nobody does. Nobody knows how that works. And so in steps the world of science fiction to tell you how that works, which mm-hmm. is magic. It's magic. It's just... But truly, any, any unexplained technology... Seems like magic to me. So the dad goes missing right after Charles Wallace is adopted. Right. They adopt Charles Wallace and then their dad disappears. Just absolutely gone. He was, they know he was a physicist. They know he was working on some like time, space. Wibbly wobbly, wibbly wobbly stuff. stuff. But like he doesn't get on a ship. He just like disappears from the closet or whatever. Yeah, I don't. Sure. And everyone's like, well, you know. He just runned off. With the space. (laughs) Well, I mean, the the mom is like, no, nah, he's, he's, something's gone wrong and he's disappeared. Yeah, and I can't find him. Or you can't find him. But everybody else is like, honey. Right. Like, he did not get on a spaceship. He left. He's like in Tijuana. Like. Yeah. You might need to just like turn that light off and get yourself on Tinder. Like. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, he's you, gone. You do he, not need to carry a torch for this man. He has been gone for like three years yeah it's it's probably time to to move on to admit that he's he's found someone else and left you but um 
she's kind of you know meg is the main character and she is also saying you know he's not missing or he's not gone he's just missing right he's been lost we don't know where he is uh the son charles wallace is uh, you know also kind of that way but also kind of an asshole about it i mean very much an asshole about it really yeah so like i didn't read a lot of this book but i did read some of it Mm -hmm. and charles wallace is like supposed to be a boy genius yes but like sweet and lovable and like i i really put him somewhere on the spectrum mm-hmm. like in the book I, although we didn't really know what that yeah, was in 1987 we didn't really have spectrum this was written in like 1960 something yeah it was in the but 60s, like when but i when read I it yeah. It, yeah in the late 80s mm-hmm. um yeah i kind of you know he's that kind of lovable gentle awkward but yeah so smart but so sweet yeah but charles wallace in the movie is just a precocious dirtbag. He really like, is. Uh, when, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. He just, he doesn't come off as lovable. <laughs> he doesn't come off as like, oh yeah, I would die for that child. I'm like, mmm. Mmm. Maybe. Wide-eyed and innocent. He is not. Right. So, you know, they have a series of adventures, bullying and school issues. Yes. Which is. Yes. So, like, immediately, Meg is like, I won't ever abandon you, Charles Wallace. And then immediately is like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, as soon as they get to school, they're like, like later. Literally, as soon as they get to school, they're like, later. Now, admittedly, you do have to go to your own classes. You school. do have That's to go to your own classroom. But it, it was, like, before then. It was just like, bye. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. Um, She's getting bullied. She's getting bullied because her dad is gone. But But Calvin is kind of... He's the popular kid. He's like, I think he's like a a C tier. He's like a D list celebrity. Yeah. Like he is like everybody knows who he is and he's likable, but he's not like the prom king. Like he he's not in the like upper echelons where he has to play the game. Right. He he can kind of get around. He's like it. the per- the perfect level of popularity. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I think the perfect perfect level of popularity is people going, "Who was that guy? Again? Who was that guy again? Yeah. Does he go here?" That's, he doesn't that's even my goal. go here. That's my goal. Yeah. I have I have entire I have coworkers that don't know that I work there. It's, you work in a company of like ten people. <laughs> I know, and I only know eleven. Like of the twelve people that work there, I only know eleven names consistently. Yeah. So um, yes, uh, but like he's at like mid level popularity. Yeah. Where like everybody knows him and likes him, but he's not in the like right. He's not the in the catty drama part. Of right. Of popularity. And so he's one of the, he kind of actually comes over to Meg's house after school and is like, hey, I'm sorry everybody's being jerks to you. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I know it's got to be hard for you with your dad leaving and all. And she's like, yeah, fuck you. No. He didn't leave me. He didn't leave. He's just. He's just gone. Gone. And he's like, well, I'm glad that, you know. And, and this, you know, and then like, you kind of get that little character development. And then mm-hmm. it, it kind of like skips to that night. Like, it seems like a lot of I things happen. I don't know. I was sober when I watched this movie. Well, this is when Reese Witherspoon shows up in the living room. Yes. Okay. Reese Witherspoon shows up in the living room. She is. With m- their mom. Yeah. Miss What's It. Miss What's It. And she is not making sense. 
Mm-hmm. In a way that if this lady showed up wearing a big white fluffy Glinda from Wizard of Oz dress, mm-hmm. it's one shoulder. It's it is a nice one. It's a nice one <laughs> shoulder. It's like look. a Vera Wang wedding gown. Like if some lady showed up in my house with a Vera Wang wedding gown, calling my children by name. Yes. And I was like, "Excuse me, how do you know my children? Like, where? How did you get in my house? Right? Was the door unlocked? Did you wander in?" Do you need me to call someone? Because like, I'm calling someone. I'm, I'm just 100% calling someone. This is just your just opportunity like, to tell me who that like, should who be. Just like, who should I call? Should I call your caretaker? Like, should I call? Yeah. Like, Do you have a, a mommy or daddy I can call for right, you? Right. Because if not, I'm just going straight to 911 and they'll sort it out. Right. Like, I need, like. Fortunately for you, you're a white woman. They'll probably just take 100%, you peacefully. 100%. 100% they will. But, um, yeah, she's not making sense, and she's talking about the Tesseract, which mm-hmm. does freak the mom out a little bit. In the book, I remember she, like, passes out when she yeah. hears the word Tesseract. Just because mm-hmm. uh, Ms. Watsit comes over for, like, tea or something. Like, yeah. it's a whole different scene. Right. So She's, in, like, a next-door neighbor. Oh, in the book, she comes over and was, like, invited. Yeah. And like, it wasn't, it, she did not just show up no. in the living room. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little more logical how she's introduced right but also then you have to imagine that she has some sort of backstory right and that like we, we don't have time for a backstory like it's kind of like when you find out that harry potter's neighbor was a was a squib was a squib and was spying on him the whole time and yeah you're like, oh well that actually makes some sense yeah a hundred percent of course you put a squib there like yeah yeah that would be totally you're like, handy. you have no magical powers you're like fully incorporated into muggle society but you also understand about the wizarding world and like so like we can totally give you a stipend and no but it like you're not yeah. going to be like where's the money coming from right like you understand the statute of secrecy yeah like it totally makes sense but no and this one she just shows up in the living room on a random like dark and stormy night mm-hmm. and here we and are charles wallace is like hi how's it going and she was like things are great like everything's ready like you can come see me whenever you want and uh and the mom is like, like, uh, no. No. Like, my child will not just come and see you. When you are a stranger. <laughs> stranger danger, people. And she's like, okay, I better be going. <laughs> and then she just, like, walks out the front door and off into the night. And you're just like... Right. And they were like, it's fine. I'm not going to report that. I'm not going to make any Everybody just calls. go back to bed. Everybody's good. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not even going to, like, turn around and double bolt the door. Nope. No, I'm not going to get the shotgun. Like, mm-hmm. no. If, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that happens. So that happens. And then Charles Wallace is like, all right, well, we need to go see um, Miss Who. Right. So are they walking the dog? They're on a walk. Yeah. I don't know why they're walking, though. Maybe they have a dog. Maybe they don't. They're just and walking while with they're Calvin. Walking, Maybe they're walking the Calvin. No, and while they're walking, Calvin comes up to them. And Meg's like, hey, Calvin, what are you doing here? And he's like, I don't know. I was doing homework. And then, like, I just got this feeling that I needed to come and be here with you. And uh, right. Charles Wallace is like, perfect. Like, we're all here. <laughs> this is how the book goes. It's, it reminds me of the uh, um, Josie and the Pussycat. Right. Like, why are you even here? I'm here because I'm in the comic book. What? <laughs> Nothing. You know, yes. Why are you here? I'm here because I'm in the book. What? Nothing. Nothing. So Nothing. They, they meet up in front of this, like, creepy old house that's kind of, like, half abandoned and mm-hmm. half falling down. And so Charles Wallace is like, yeah, we need to go in here. And just, like, runs off. And, and Meg's like, like, what? No. You can't just run into random people's house. Also, this house might be abandoned. Well, he learned it from Miss Watson. You can just go into any house you want of at course, any time of day. Of course, it's as fine. long as you're, like, winsome enough. Which Charles Wallace 100% thinks <laughs> right. he is. Right. He's like, I'm winsome as fuck. Like, right. I can go in any house. I can go in any house. 
And he goes in there and he meets Mandy Kaling. Mm-hmm. Who is Miss Who. Miss Who. Who speaks only in quotes. Which is not a thing I remember from the books. I don't remember. But maybe I just forgot that. Yeah. So she speaks only in quotes. But um, in this adaptation, like, sometimes she also speaks in, like, rap. <laughs> yeah, because she can quote anything. <laughs> like, anything is a quote. Which is, like, I'm here for. She, I, I will was, say she like, leans a little heavy on the rap. I think, like, half of her quotes are from rappers. Are from rap, but I'm okay with it. Uh, it also works for Mindy Kaling, because I still think of her as, um... As Kelly from as The Kelly Office. As Kelly from The Office. <laughs> so that tracks 100%. I like... Yeah. No, yeah. like, I didn't mind that at all. I thought that was great. Yeah. Um... But yeah, so they go into her house and she's like knitting and she tells each of them things. Yeah. And then... Uh, but they're like very cryptic, like very, fortune cookie 100% kind of... 100% cryptic fortune cookie, like... I feel like we might be 100% stuff. saying 100% a little 100%. too much. 100%. But anyway. I, that's what happens when I have multiple drinks. Fair enough. I say 100% a lot. But they... Uh, and so Miss Watson shows up. Right. Tells them all creepy things. Yeah. And then... Well, no, but who's doing the creepy things? Miss oh, Watson yeah. shows up. Um, After... Reese. She's in the same house. No, she's not. Yeah, they are. No! No? I don't think so. I thought they, that's when they were like, yeah, we're going on a great adventure. No, I think Miss Who tells them stuff and then they go home. Yeah. Is that's it? right. Miss Who then, tells them. Then they're in the backyard is when everybody shows up. Then they're in the backyard. Up. And everyone shows up and they're like, time to go on an adventure. And they're like, what? I have like homework and shit. And they're like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, we're going to go find your dad. And they like make the ground turn into like waves. Well, and also and... you have to, we have to back up because they introduced the final of the W's, the Mrs. Oh. W's. Who's Mrs. Who. No, Miss. No. Miss what's it? Miss Witch. Miss Who and Miss Witch. Miss Witch, sorry. Miss Witch is the final one, who is played by a 30-foot-tall Oprah Winfrey. Right. Guys, even Oprah Winfrey, the queen of the universe, as the queen of the universe, couldn't even, like, make me understand this movie. No. <laughs> I have no concept of the plot. I was like, where does Gale fit in this? Like, like I'm, he- I'm here. Steadman? For I'm here for a giant Oprah with some sparkly lips, like, spouting knowledge. Like, I'm I'm here for it. But also, I just also was what? like, wait, what is going on? It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. So she shows up and she's like, all right, we're going to go get your dad. We're going to test her, which is their shorthand for the magical thing that lets them Space jump worm. from yeah. set piece to set piece. So it's, it's how you get from one scene of the movie to the next scene of the movie is you test right. her. Okay. And so the, the misses test her for them and they just like ride their... Uh, bridge galactic coattails sure sure uh except charles wallace can test her on his own right because why not sure super power uh, kid yeah because he's real smart uh but meg and calvin can't test her on their own and they just like need the the missus to test her with them right so they get to this planet We'll call it a planet. Yeah, they call it a planet. It's not really, like, obeying the laws of planets, because mm-hmm. it's got, like, floaty things and, like, big cliffs, and the waterfalls go up, and, like, it's all crazy, but it's right. a planet. And they're like, oh, this is a planet. This is one of your dad's favorite planets. We think he spent some time here. Like, we're gonna investigate. Yeah, so see talk we... to the flowers and see what they have to say, and it's right. like this whole... They're the biggest gossips in the universe, flowers. It kind of has this Like a very... Wonka. And also Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, somewhere like in an that. Alice in Wonderland Wonka vibe, which is not 
how I remember the books. Because in the books, like, they go to this planet, and it turns out, like, all the people are centaurs. There are no other people on this planet. No, no other people at all. Just, like... And the the missuses are actually part of this race of, like, centaur people. Oh. It's a whole thing. Like, it's... You're like, I very distinctly remember this I, from the book. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember, like... I don't remember if it was a cover or an illustration of, like, centaur people. Mm-hmm. And that was informative, I guess. Yeah. And, yeah, it made sense. And there are no centaur people anywhere in this movie. Which is sad. It is. It's a real waste. I mean, it's not like they didn't have the budget, because... Guys, the special effects on this movie is beautiful. It is beautiful. It is so pretty. It's a beautiful acid trip of a movie. Yes. And it is weird. Yes. But there are no centaurs. No centaurs. Um, And so they talk to the flowers, who speak color, but... Conveniently, Miss Watson also speaks color, so she can translate and be like, oh yeah, your dad went that way. Mm-hmm. So they have to test her to another planet. Ah, uh, no? but first, Miss Who, or Miss Watson, no, Miss Watson changes mm-hmm. into like this giant green algae carpet dragon yes! thing. Yes, and they fly around the planet. For no apparent With a reason. lettuce head. She's like fully, her head is lettuce. <laughs> her body looks like a flatworm made out of... Like, or like kelp. a giant banana leaf. It's weird. Yeah. And they ride on but her she back. Flies. And then they jump in the air and they like fly, but they just like float right above her back. They don't like fly, fly. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, they just kind of fly around the planet and it looks cool. Yeah, it, it's. But it doesn't really fine. do anything. Yeah, and that's where you, as, as they're like flying around, they see this like fracture in space mm-hmm. and it's the it is what um, they call it. Yeah. And they're like, Oh no, that's the it. So I had to look this up and it's actually called the big black thing. Oh, in, in the, the books? books, it's called the big black thing and they don't mm-hmm. really have a name for it. And there's a creature in it called the it. And those are distinctive mm-hmm. in the movie. They kind of compress it down. Right, they turn it into one bad guy. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the nothing from Neverending Story. Yes. Seems like maybe one was borrowed from the other. I don't know order of operations Uh, on that. I mean, Wrinkle in Time was written in like 1965. Yeah, so probably probably that wins. Mm -hmm. So then they're like, oh, yeah, that's the the it. We got to avoid that. It's like eating all the stuff. Right. And it's like, just like creeping around the edges of the universe, but it's cool. We're all cool. You're like, it doesn't seem cool. It seems like we should probably stomp out all the darkness in the universe. And they're like, I know it seems like that's what we should do right now. <laughs> we gotta find your dad. We gotta find your dad. And so then they test her to like another planet. But Meg's tesser. No, they do test her to another planet where they meet skinny Zach Galifianakis. Z- disturbingly skinny Z- Z- Zach Galifianakis. I did not recognize him. I was like, is that Even though Zach I just saw a movie with him in it like two weeks ago, he was. He also G Force. He was in G Force. But he was fat Zach Galifianakis in G Force. Right. Recognizable. Right. Also, I think he trimmed his beard. Yeah. Like, I mean, he looks really well put together in this movie, which is definitely not something I attribute to Zach. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I I mean, I can't throw that stone as uh, a judgment. Yeah. But, but it's just like, I didn't recognize him. And I was like, who is that person? He looks like Zach Galifianakis. Turns out. It was Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. And he's like this weird trippy hippie kind of dude that's does he live in the center of a planet yeah he lives in like a cave type with a bunch of seesaws yeah 
I don't know. And he's, it's really an unnecessary scene where he's just mm-hmm. got to talk to them and direct them, like drop a lot of plot. And well, then I mean, them. this is the only plot that happens in the whole movie. The rest is just like pretty colors. Yeah. Like it's, it's basically like if you watched your, if you watched an episode of the Simpsons, like through a kaleidoscope. While on acid. <laughs> With Oprah. <laughs> With Oprah. That's what this movie is. That's what this movie is. <laughs> and so he sends them on their way. And they end up at this, like, other planet. Right. So uh, they're on their way. They were going to go to planet. And this is where I had to use the bathroom. So I lose a lot of plot. They had to go to one planet for some reason. But Meg took over their Tesser. Like, her... Because they they talked to Skinny Zach Galifianakis. He said some stuff. And they were like, oh, shit. We have to go back to Earth and regroup. I think it's probably about, like, how it was, like... Growing and onto them and tracking them or whatever. And they weren't safe where they were and they weren't safe where they were going. They needed to go back to Earth and regroup and replan. Uh, Mm -hmm. And they're like, cool, that's what we'll do. But Meg's desire to find her father was so strong that it took over the Tesser. Yeah. And put it back to where they thought the the last place their father was. Yeah. She's like, no, we have to find her father. And they're like, oh, we're all going to die. Like... Turns out, might have been a little right. Right. So they get to this planet, which just a, it's just a field, like a field of wheat mm-hmm. when they get there. And the misses are all uh, like, hey, uh, you fucked up our tesser. So now we're super weak and we can't stay with you. So we have to go back and like, you know, have a spa day and, you know. Some self-care. Get, have some self-care, get some sleep. Um, face mask face mask like what, whatever we need to do do a like a extreme skincare routine um <laughs> take a bath read a, a trashy novel what, whatever they need to do um to get themselves like rejuvenated and they're like maybe we'll be back maybe we won't but the rest is on you like we have to leave you here we'll give you some words of encouragement <laughs> those are not words of encouragement <laughs> and so they give them all words of encouragement they give them gifts so um Mrs. Who gives them, like, her sparkly, like, glasses to see through. Right. Um, and then, I don't know what Mrs. Witch does. She might just, like, say some things as, like, Oprah, Queen of the Universe. And then, um, Mrs. What's It is like, I give you the gift of her thoughts. And she was like, um, I'm riddled with self-doubt. Like, I'm a typical preteen. Like, fuck you. My thoughts are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I know. Bye. Uh, and so then the, the misses are out and they're like, be careful, be careful in this world because it's like all controlled by evil. Like you'll see a bunch of people, but they're all controlled by evil. So like, don't, don't trust anybody. Don't trust anybody. Uh, and so the misses disappear and then, and like, oh, and you have to stay together. Yeah. Um, so the misses disappear and then immediately a bunch of. Uh, trees, like old growth forest, shoots up through right. the field, and they all get like separated immediately. Immediately, so, screwed that up. Yeah, and so they're trying to find each other, and uh, Meg's like, "Charles Wallace, where are you?" And he's like, "We have to get to the stream. Get to the other side of the stream." Like, I'm, yeah, I'm waiting on the other side of the stream. And so they're like running through the forest. It's like shooting up these uh, like trees. Sequoia things. Yeah. And they get to the other side of the river, and they're like, cool, we made it. And then, like, the forest disappears, and, like, behind them grows this, like, suburb. Yes. It's a cul-de-sac. 
was super creepy bouncy ball kids. Yes. It was super creepy bouncy ball kids. That's where I came back kids. in. I was like, what the? How did we? Yeah. So it's like, it, they don't, it builds behind them so they don't watch it build. But it's like, it like builds. Out and of then nothing. they like turn around. And they and turned around there. and they're like, oh, cool. There's like houses. Like maybe someone can help us. And uh, Calvin's like, also, I fry, I smell food. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, I smell like delicious roasted food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man after my own heart. Right. Um, and so they get to the cul-de-sac and there's like all these kids just bouncing a ball. And they're bouncing like the same red ball in like sequence, like same all together. Bang, the bang, same bounce. Bump. And Charles Wallace okay. is like, the sound is hurting my head. Like, this is driving me crazy. And uh, Mike's like, it's okay, come here, I'll like cover your ears or whatever. And uh, then the moms all come out, all of them. So, like, the uh, neighborhood is ethnically diverse. Fair enough. But every child matches their mother. Sure. With, like, the same color. So, like, there's, like, a kid wearing pink and a mom wearing pink and a kid wearing blue and a mom wearing blue and a kid wearing yellow and a mom wearing yellow. And then all the moms, even though they're ethnically diverse, all have their hair up in the same, like, bun yeah, they it's all like a have 1950s housewife. 1950s housewife. They all have the same little, like, house coat uh, dress. And they're like, darling, come in for dinner. And then the kids, like, all come in for dinner. And the one mom, like, sees them in the middle of the street and was like, are you lost? Like, are you hungry? You must be starving. Come in. Like, I have food. And uh, Calvin's like, sounds great. <laughs> and Meg is like, no, remember, we're not supposed to trust anybody on this planet. And Calvin's like, you suck. But they have food. <laughs> they have food. I'm starving. And so... And so they walk away, uh, like, down the street, and then the street dissolves. And they're on a beach. And then they're on a beach. And, like, creepy guy with a mustache on the beach. Mr. Red. Mr. Red, is that his name? I think so. Sure. He's talking to them. And he's like, you're in luck. Like, I can help you. With whatever. Uh, even though... I was like, wasn't Meg just like, everyone is evil, don't talk to people? Well, in her defense, Meg's like, I don't know about this guy. And Charles Wallace and, and Calvin are like, yeah, let's... let's he seems great, let's do this. And so he takes them to like a blanket and starts feeding them sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Which Charles Wallace is like, these are delicious. Mm-hmm. And Calvin's like, they taste like sand. Like, everything just tastes like sand. Here, Meg, taste it. She's like, I don't want to taste it. She, he's like, that's probably wise. But he keeps eating. Right, he's like, but I'm hungry. <laughs> And then, because I'm a twelve year old boy and I have no. Like, and then Red's like, "All right, well, Charles Wallace, you're going to come with me." And Charles, Wallace, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And they get off and like walk off through the crowd, and Meg's chasing after him and loses mm-hmm. him. And then they're in a giant white space. It reminds me of the construct from the Matrix. Sure, construct from the Matrix. Also, just like lighting area of IKEA. Yeah, I mean it's just shadowless white <laughs> void. It does have some texture. But but yeah, there's like a little bit of like being in like a conch shell. Right. And so it turns out Charles Wallace is like kind of like giving his soul over to the it, the it, it thing for some sandwiches. Well, yeah. I mean, he's like a he's like a nine year old kid. Like, right. He's very you, smart. But sandwiches, guys. Sandwiches. And he's now on their team and is like, Meg, you're awful. I hate you. You you never liked me. I was, you know, I don't care about dad. Like, I was like three weeks old when he disappeared. Right. Why do I care about this dude? I've never met him. He's never been a thing in my life. This is your thing and you're dragging me on and making it dangerous. And I'm like, he has points. Mm-hmm. Which makes it hurt. Yes. Yes. Everything they say is kind of true. <laughs> um, 
but then like makes like what is going on here and realizes like that he's like mind controlled yeah by the it yeah so she figures out that the room that they're in has like a secret invisible staircase path it's kind of like there's a hidden layer in like a drawing app like mm-hmm. where you can like click on the layer to show the sketches yes and like and like she something can see in her it. mind can like see the sketches so she like goes up the invisible staircase and by the way it's literally like it's hand drawn like it yeah. looks like sketched blue pen line mm-hmm. like stuff and so she's able to walk up the staircase and go through a doorway that doesn't exist that nobody else sees and she finds her dad. Right. And he's just there. He's like, hey, what are you doing here? She's like, I can't find you. And he's like, we have to get out of here. Like, you have to get out of here. This is really dangerous. Like, and she was like, cool, we'll just go down and we'll get Charles Wallace. She's like, you brought Charles Wallace? She's like, fuck, you told me to babysit him. Like, what was I supposed to do? Leave him <laughs> with mom? <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. And this other dude named Calvin. Oh, we got to talk about that. Like, right. Yeah. And it was like, whatever, dad. Like, I don't have time for this. Uh, and so... She brings her dad back down the stairs. Charles Wallace is there being all crazy and evil. And uh, her dad's like, what's with Charles Wallace? And she's like, yeah, he's all crazy and evil. <laughs> I don't know. He just I don't know. He got all weird. And her dad's like, that seems bad. She's like, I know, right? And that's when they like somehow teleport or test her into the it? No, I think they've always been in the it. And the like little white room they're in dissolves. Oh, yeah. And then Charles Wallace is, like, controlling the It, or the It is controlling him, and he gets all, like, glowy and crazy, and he gets in a big fight, like, physical fight with Meg, where he's, like, throwing her, like, across the room with his, like, crazy mind powers. Yep. Yeah, and they have a fight, and... There's part where he's, like, trying to win her over to the it side, and he, like, shows her, like, a version of herself whenever that everybody would like. Yeah. And she's like, fuck that. Like, and it's a, I'm not I'm not here to win any contests. And there's, like, this tacked-on thing of, like, you have to love yourself, and you have to love other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing the it can't destroy. Right. Because that's the whole thing. You know, she... He can't persuade her to be someone different because she loves who she is right and loves who she is in her family and then he she's able to reach through the it's bullshit and be like but i love you charles wallace Mm -hmm. no matter who you are because you're part of my family and you can love yourself too and it's like a whole it's a whole like self-love discovery whatever yeah yeah but it seems real tacked on like, yeah, it's I'm real just like, oh, it's unearned. not. It's not like this was a through line through, the, through this no, whole. Not really. Movie. Uh, yeah, and then the, it is defeated. Yep, and right? then they and it just kind of dissolves. Tests her back to their backyard. And, well, no, and he, uh, Charles Wallace, like you know, snaps out of it, shakes it off, right? And he's like, "I'm sorry, Meg," and she was like, "No worries, just you know, don't get possessed by an evil whatever that was again." And he was like, "No problem. I'll try not to." Right. Uh, yeah, and then they all test her back. Yep. Uh, even though they never tested before. They just had only their dad. Now. Only their dad has tested before. And he, honestly, he he only tested away. He yeah, he never he never tested back. back. None of these people have ever successfully tested back. They They've never tested where they knew where they were going. <laughs> right. They just kind of right. test her randomly in like, the space. It's cool. We can test her back home. And uh, and they do so. And they do. They nail it right in the backyard. That's kind of like 
feel so shitty for their dad. Yeah, it's like, oh, wait, so my, like... <laughs> but it turn, turns out it wasn't that hard. Turns out my 12-year-old can do it. Huh. Huh. Oh, you know. Yeah. It's well, a, like, it's hard? Yeah, and so then Charles Wallace and the daughter and Meg walk into the house. Into the kitchen, yeah. In the kitchen, and Mom's there, like, freaking out. Like, what are you... You like you've been gone. What's going on? There should be like cops there, right? Like, well, maybe because of the wrinkle in time, they came back like, you know, three minutes after they left. Maybe it's just like, been but the mom was definitely like, "Where have you been?" You know, yeah. like whereas if it was a wrinkle, was like, if it was a wrinkle in time, and they came back at the exact same time, the mom would be like, "Hey, what's for dinner?" I you thought know, you like, guys went on a walk, like, right. like you're back so soon. Yeah, so maybe it was like two hours or four hours later. We're like, you know, oh, we're going to walk around the block. And it's like two hours later. And, and you're like, like, I've been calling other people's houses trying to figure out where you were. I, was, I haven't called the cops yet, but I was but really like, getting concerned. Yeah, this was a real long walk. Yeah. what? And Meg's like, hey, we've been on a bit of an adventure, but I found somebody. Mm-hmm. Something, I think so, she said. Something. And we have a surprise for you. Have, I think it was. Yeah. Like, and that's when her dad walks in and her mom's just like. What? what the what what the what and of course she like is super ecstatic and like gets up and like is almost crying and like hugs him right but also like what the what where right. have you been you right and asshole? also if it turns out it's so easy for you to come back you come back like with a 12 year old then like what the fuck man yeah so there's gonna be some new compression after that <laughs> but like that's just kind of the end of the movie yeah like, yep yep and then they wrap it up real good and scene yeah it's weird it's weird again it's i mean it's a weird book i guess i don't read it i mean there are things that i sent i certainly remember things like um there were like some people that had like tentacles Mm -hmm. that were pretty cool that weren't in this at all Mm -hmm. there were um there's the central intelligence, which I it was like a planet that had like a brain in it basically oh i think that's what this planet was yeah, maybe it was, but it wasn't the same. Yeah. Definitely was not the same. Um, and so that was weird. I don't know. The, like, I thought it was one of those things where, like, I had to look at the plot of the book later and be mm-hmm. like, I thought I remembered this in this book. Is this just a completely different book? No, no. It's just a completely different movie. Right. It's just like we took three characters from this <sighs> movie and yeah, about six, kind of made our own plot. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. We read, like, the first two chapters and the last chapter, and we're like, oh, we see where this is going, right. and made up the middle. Happily ever after. Yada yada. Yeah, like, for as long as this movie was, and as many, like, staggering special effects, there was, like, nothing happened. Like, long... There was, like, no plot. There was long moments of just, like, running. Yes. Or just staring at things. Right. Or, like, taking a ride on just the like, kelp dragon. Just, like, sweep, just sweeping shot. And you're like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to enjoy this sweeping shot. Yeah. I guess <laughs> it's fine. It's all fine. Which is, like, really my main beef with uh, sci-fi in, in general. Is that, like... Yeah. There's no character development. It's all digititis. So, yeah. So it's either, like, I don't care about these people. Uh, it's either, like, no character development and, like, super plot heavy... Or there's no character development and there's no plot. Yeah. Like. Characters are hard, y'all. Right. Which is like the right amount of plot. I need the, I need a, I'm a Goldilocks plot person, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, also I need like <laughs> people, characters to interact with the plot and mm-hmm. develop in a way that makes sense within the plot. Right. Like, like Phantom Menace, too much plot. This movie, too little plot. 
What's a just right Goldilocks what's plot? A, what's a Goldilocks Rogue plot? One? Rogue One is a Goldilocks plot. Because the plot makes sense. You can follow it. It drives the action and the mm-hmm. motivations of the characters. They grow a little bit within the plot. And they accomplish their goals and then they die. Or, yeah, or they don't. But like, but, they're, yeah, I feel like that, that's, a, that's a, like a Goldilocks plot. It's not like thing, 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 thing. Yeah, you're not just throwing action pieces at the set right. or at the screen and hoping it all works. I think also the good transitions. Yeah. That's the thing about this. Oh, yeah. When you do sci-fi is you, you, you're like, oh, and then we just go to a planet. And you're like, but then there's why? no... Why? Why? Like, you know, it's like they don't have transitions between set pieces. And I think that because they just are like, because science. And you're like, well, that doesn't, it's not, doesn't make sense. Because we, we were on the desert planet for 30 minutes. And now we need to go to the water planet for 30 minutes. And then Obviously. we'll go to the city planet. And then we'll go to the right. jungle planet with the teddy bears. Right. Just because like. We got to sell places. Yeah, we, we like to plan it around. Yeah. We'll plan it promiscuity there. Right, right. I don't plan it, Shane. No. Not at all. But, like, it does... You but need to have reasons. Yeah. You need to have, like... Yeah. Do what you do, but, like, know why you're doing it. hmm Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. So, so what did we learn? Uh... Love conquers all bullshit? Yeah, I mean, self-love and... Loving others. Oprah is the queen of the universe. I mean, we knew Oprah was the queen of the universe. I know, but now she's, like, shiny and glorious. I mean, she Um, was shiny and glorious. Yeah. But she's now 30 foot tall. Right. So that's new. Yeah. It's new. So. Um. Maybe. Maybe she's just shot to look human-sized in that show. I don't know. Like, I didn't read this book, and so I was like, maybe this book is just a shit show. (laughs) I mean... Honestly, the book and does the book job. is kind of a shit show. But it's, I mean. You can follow the plot a little better. Yeah. Did you, um, you've seen Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the movie? Yes. Have you read the book? Yes, I've read the book. Okay. You know the book, like, yeah, there's like jumps and it just goes from thing, set piece to set but piece. But it's entertaining the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, it's a lot easier to kind of wave your hand and have a scene change in a book, weirdly. Mm-hmm. But in a... You know, and you have like two or three sentences in the middle to explain why they're going there. And then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Got it. Well, whatever. Moving on. Yeah. But like. But somehow, just to like wake up in a new place, it's much more jarring visually. Yeah. And like the Hitchhiker's Guide movie, which was okay. Mm-hmm. One with Martin Freeman and yes. Zoe Deschanel. Yes. And most deaf. Yes. Um, that went like, when they would jump scenes, you just, it just feels weird and disjointed. This suffers from kind of that same problem. Yes. It's like, why did we leave the last planet? I right. don't understand anybody's We were in thoughts. a good place. Yeah. They had like soft drinks and, <laughs> you know, they had a buffet. The, the planet wasn't actively trying to kill us. Well, that seemed to be a good thing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So love stuff. That's what mm-hmm. we learned. It conquers all. Family is, you know, important. And it's what you make it. Ohana means family. Family yeah, means, family no, means one, no one gets left behind. Or forgotten. So this is basically Lilo and Stitch in space, I guess. I mean, have we reviewed Lilo and Stitch on this podcast? I don't, I don't think, think we have. have. I think that's... It's a great piece of cinema. It actually is not bad. It's not my yeah. least favorite. Not Disney. at all. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. But... Pretty unsubstantial. Yes. Yes. So, would not recommend. I mean, it's fine. If you want to, like, space out and just see, like, really pretty visuals, 
Go you could do worse. You yeah, know, you like, worse. but yeah, it's all right. So. Yeah, it's fine. I think that's all I got. Same. So all you out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. <laughs>